It's got to be um, one of my favourite makeover movie bits. Um, don't we love it? I'm actually a bit worried now. I haven't got lipstick smeared all over my face. That's the only thing when you wear a face mask. You know, you take it off. But don't we love those makeover movies where the plain, unattractive woman is transformed into this drop-dead, gorgeous beauty? You know, it's the Cinderella story that we all grew up with. The ideal that we secretly hope will happen to us. Now, women crave this form of beauty. Now, if you don't believe me, just look at the millions of, not millions, but the, yeah, the millions of dollars being spent around the world on plastic surgery to radically alter our God-given features. You know, there seems to be a war on wrinkles. And any, any flesh that moves is declared an enemy of the state and will meet with knife-wielding distraction. And we live in a Botox revolution. You know, where young women, women, even women in their teens, are deforming their faces because they believe that bigger lips are somehow more beautiful. If only they knew that the rest of us think it's a bit silly, maybe a bit comical. Advertising hangs on the hope that the face of a beautiful woman will sell. You know, everything from matches, you know, the redhead matches box, to modular furniture are sold on the face of a woman. But is this really true beauty? Do you think you're beautiful? You know, we have become obsessed with external beauty and often with tragic circumstances. You know, we hear of women suffering with anorexia and bulimia just to shed a few kilos. And look what our infatuation with the beautiful Diana led to her death because we wanted just one more photo. You know, as much as we women want to fight the stereotype, the idea of being thought of as just sex objects, just something pretty, to admire, you know, a trophy on somebody's arm, I think we've got to take some of the blame because we perpetuate the beauty myth by overindulging ourselves in the external. So many women are unhappy with their looks that they're prepared to spend thousands of dollars to go through excruciating physical pain just to look like some celebrity on the TV who we don't realise has this string of of, of makeup artists and hairdressers, and they're probably just photoshopped anyway. Now, I want to clarify that I'm not opposed to makeup, hair, or fashion. Okay, you know that. Or corrective surgery. You know, highlighting our God given features and caring for ourselves is a good thing. But rather, what I want to say is it's the fixation. It's the dependence on our eternal looks as a measure of defining who we are as a woman. You know, unless I'm beautiful, like those shown in the mags and in the movies, somehow I'm actually worthless. You know, and this isn't just worldly thinking. Even good Christian women can get caught up in it. I'm hoping that this term we will challenge and we're going to change that perception of what real beauty is 
And that we'll see ourselves as much more than just lips and hips, boobs and butts. And hopefully we'll see what makes all of us really beautiful, not through the eyes of the world, but through the eyes of God. So let's go to the scriptures and we're going to see what God has to say. So first of all, when I look at the scriptures, I see that we have been created beautiful by God. In Genesis 1, we read the account of creation and how at the end, God put his stamp on, of approval on everything. Uh, there's a verse that'll come up. And God saw that it was good. Yeah. Now, our English word for good is very limited. You know, we'll use good like, oh, it's a good day, or I've read a good book, or my kids have been good. The Hebrew word for good is the word tov. Say tov. Oh yeah, you've learnt some Hebrew today. And tov means perfect. It means flawless. It means without fault. And then we read that after God created men and women, he didn't say we were not only good, but and God saw everything that he had made and behold it was very good. Tov tov. I'm not actually sure that's right as Hebrew, but you know, get the idea. So good, very good, the most perfect, you know, the ultimate, the exquisite. Like men and women were like the, the cherry on the top of the cream on that amazing Sunday. <laughs> or the diamond on the ring. You girls, you are very good. You tell the girl beside you, you are very good. It says it up on the scriptures. You can't argue with God. <laughs> you are very good. You were created perfect by God, just as you are. You were designed by God. And secondly, you were created beautiful to be admired. You know, it's not a bad thing to want to look good for others. There, there, over the decades, and I think when I first became a Christian back in the blah, 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 um, there was this popular image of a Christian woman as being a little shabby, a little dowdy, very frumpy. I can see some heads nodding. You know the picture. And some women wore that like a, a badge of honour. But I want to say that God is very comfortable with the idea of beauty, of physical beauty. And there are many accounts of beautiful women we find in the Bible. You know, there's Sarah. She was known for her beauty. You know, um, Abraham wanted Sarah to hide her beauty, and she was in her 70s. She was a beautiful woman. There's Bathsheba. We know the trouble she actually got into because of her beauty. And then there's the beautiful Esther. And all these women were, were mentioned and they were praised for their external beauty. God created beauty. And he also created us with the ability to appreciate beauty. I mean, just look at those gorgeous sunsets. Think of beautiful mountains. You know, the, the raging, roaring sea. And even a little sunflower, the petals on a sunflower. These things capture something that is in the essence of God and they reveal his beauty to us because beauty reflects God. 
And then even in an even greater intensity, he created women, both inwardly and externally, to reflect his beauty. You know, I love that steely reading in Song of Songs or Song of Solomon. You know, I love that earthy Bible language. You know, it, Solomon doesn't hold back on what he thinks about a woman there and, and helps us to see that it's not an accident that women are looked at and admired. I mean, there's a great fascination with the female form. And we've got to say, when God created women, he gave her undeniable physical qualities that make her attractive to a man, a little bit like a flower to a bee. You know, think about it. Men buy mags with women's bodies. There's very few women buy mags with men's bodies. Our bodies are really attractive. You know, from the shape of our face, the touch of our smooth skin, our softer, curved body, God has made us very appealing to look at. And, you know, artists throughout the century, uh, maybe not the blue poles that we saw, but think of artists like um, Rubin and Gauguin and Picasso. They, They were enthralled with the beauty of a woman's body. I don't know about you, besides the statue of David, I can't think of any great paintings of men. Sorry, guys, guys around. It's women. We are really, really beautiful. And we know the physical things that the world calls beautiful. You know them. The eyes, the lips, the, the gleaming white teeth, the flowing hair, and, of course, the breasts. And even in this reading, I don't know if you picked it up, breasts were mentioned four times. We can't escape it. However, what I love in Song of Songs is there are other parts of us that he calls as beautiful. don't know if you picked them up. Our cheeks. Our neck. I love this one. Our rounded thighs. Hallelujah for Solomon. <laughs> your navel. Your feet. And even your breath. I hope it's beautiful under those masks. It's really, it really gives us a quick check, doesn't it? But everything God has made about women can be appreciated and admired. In that verse 7 of Song of Songs, he says this, You are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. Women, you are altogether beautiful. Yeah. God made you beautiful. Maybe not in the world's perception of beauty, but because he has made you uniquely woman. Woman is beauty. And God is fascinated with you. Psalm 45, 11 says this, the king is enthralled by your beauty. I don't know, but it gives me goosebumps to think that's how I am viewed by the God of the universe. And thirdly, God created you beautiful for a purpose. Genesis 27 says this, So God created man, say these words, in his own, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. See, woman was made beautiful to reflect the image of God. The curves, 
and the softness reflects the, reflect the gentle, generous heart of God. Have you ever known a woman who would not be considered beautiful by the world's standards, but who just struck you as beautiful? You know, one of the most beautiful women in the world I know is this gorgeous woman. She's my mother-in-law. You can see where my husband gets his good looks, can't you? From the moment I met her, and that, that, that um, picture's a, a few years old now, but from the moment I met her, she struck me with her beauty. And her beauty, those gorgeous laugh lines, her, that beautiful smile, that drew me to God. I didn't know Jesus then. Her beauty helped draw me to God. And I love it. Her wrinkles tell me that she has lived. I love them. I see her story in them. They, they tell me about hardship and faith. They tell me about love and laughter. Girls, don't be so quick to want to remove your wrinkles. They are a part of who we are. I think they are beautiful. Um, I, I want to put up two. This is her now. This was, I said, a few years ago. And this is her now. And I still see incredible beauty. I see this woman who loves Jesus with all her heart, body, mind and soul. And I still feel drawn and attracted to her. Girls, you are beautiful. Use your beauty, your God-given beauty, to reflect our beautiful God. See, I see Jesus in her face. Your body, your beautiful, just give it a little touch. It's your body. It's been made. It's been designed. It can attract others to God with your gentle, encouraging eyes. A sensitive nose, sniffing out where there's trouble or where there's pain for someone. Finding a solution. Round, round plump cheeks raised in laughter, showing joy on your face, even in the middle of trials. A long neck, standing confidently in faith and trust, not slumping in despair and, re and regret. And warm, open arms, even with all the chicken wings flapping, <laughs> to give a hug when we are socially able to do that. But to, to be able to console and to care and to have hands that are ready perhaps to make a meal for someone or push a vacuum cleaner. A bosom. I love that word bosom. Say bosom. Bosom. It just says so much, doesn't it? I don't know. I just love that word. Because it's, it's, a bosom is something for someone who can, to lean into. You can enfold them. You can nurture. You can give acceptance and friendship. And a belly. A belly content to eat just enough for one and not take up the world's share. Ouch, sorry, I know that might have hurt. And strong, healthy legs that will take you to someone who is in need. And beautiful feet to bring the good news of Jesus Christ hope and eternal life to the lost and the broken hearted.
You know, girls, our definition of beauty may be corrupted by the world's standards, but we have a loving God who sees each and every one of his daughters as uniquely beautiful. When we reject the definitions of beauty that have been imposed on us by the media and social role models, we will be able to accept God's view of beauty and womanhood and appreciate our true image. I pray this term, I pray that God will lift the standards that have been imposed on us and reveal the truly beautiful woman he has created you to be. Let me pray those words now. Heavenly Father, thank you for making each woman here beautiful in your sight. Thank you for knitting us together bone to bone, flesh to flesh. We are wonderfully and fearfully made. But Lord, you know the lies and the deception that we women live under. You know the false standards of beauty that we have become infected with. I pray that you will open our eyes to who you meant us to be, to see the real beauty that we possess. Give us wisdom and understanding to embrace our beauty and to use it to draw others to you. Raise up each woman here to stand confidently in the body that you uniquely designed for her and help us to see and appreciate the beauty in each woman and to see your face shining in hers. Amen. Amen. Thank you, girls. You are beautiful.